Well, not exactly, Jason DeRussia. Dave Schrader, I'm sitting in for Jason all week long. I'll be here with you today, tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. I'll be back on Monday doing noon to 3. I hope you'll tune in for that as well. We've got a lot of fun stuff lined up, a lot of cool conversations. I'm Dave Schrader. Thank you so much for allowing me into your homes and keeping your radio tuned right here. And remember, if you've missed any part of these programs, you can always check out our podcasts on the Odyssey app, Apple iTunes, or your favorite podcast provider. I, this uh, this next story. Kanye West apologizes in Hebrew to the Jewish community. What? I guess holiday miracles do happen. After all kinds of anti-Semitic remarks over the last year or so, Conway, Conway, Kanye West appears to be making amends in an unusual fashion. He posted an apology Monday. He did it on Instagram, as one would do for an apology, entirely in Hebrew. The translation, I sincerely apologize to the Jewish community for any unintended outburst caused by my words or actions. It was not my intention to hurt or demean, and I deeply regret any pain that I may have caused. I'm committed to starting with myself and learning from this experience to ensure greater sensitivity and understanding in the future. Your forgiveness is important to me, and I am committed to making amends and promoting unity. What a beautiful sentiment and a beautiful message. Heartfelt. Yeah. Kanye, who is now going by the name Ye, did not elaborate on any specific statements, such as when he professed admiration of Hitler or threatened to go to Death Con 3. I said Death Con 3 on Jewish people. The campaign against anti-Semitism even anointed him anti-Semite of the year in 2022. Not an award I think anybody wants to, to have, really. Uh, notes to Jerusalem Post. He lost a massive contract with Adidas. Nor did he reference a video that surfaced of him earlier this month on a 10-minute self-described Farrakhan Don Terre about Zionist schools and much, much more as reported by Rolling Stone. Now, I'm going to give some leeway to people because of mental health issues, right? Obviously, mental health issues play mm-hmm. a big part. But you can't accept hate no matter what version of it comes at you. And this was a beautiful article up until this next paragraph, which makes me reconsider everything I've just shared with you. The 46-year-old rapper who is bipolar and says his mental health struggles sometimes affect his behavior has a new album coming out next month. You think that has anything to do with this apology? I don't know. Feels a little disingenuous to me. If this was coming out of the blue... And he had learned a lesson. But if it's hot on the heels of another video earlier this month where he was still spouting anti-Semitic comments, yeah. and now he's he's suddenly apologetic just in time for his new album release, I mm, fool me once, shame on you, right? Fool me <laughs> twice, shame on me. Fool me 285 times. We got to draw the line somewhere, Kanye. I, I Listen, I'm not against people with mental issues. I understand bipolar. I understand the, the way that it can affect and impact people and the things that they say and do, but that doesn't mean we can just summarily dismiss hate speech and hate comments because, well, he has a condition. Yeah. 
Right? It's yeah, it's he hasn't shown remorse on top of it. This is the closest thing to remorse and it's I'm 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 willing to bet he didn't write this apology. It was written in Hebrew, so he had some help. He kind of probably threw out the concept of it, what he wanted it to say and had somebody write it and then posted it. It, it just it seems too coincidental. Yeah. I want li- listen, maybe Ebenezer Scrooge got visited over the holidays by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, and has changed his ways. And this is his throwing the change out to the boy to go buy the biggest goose in the shop so that he can deliver it to the Jewish community in an apology. Maybe. Maybe. I would have bought it so much more if the next line wasn't he has a new album coming out. Am I, do I sound too you're cynical? No, you're not wrong. You're Am not I wrong. cynical? Wouldn't be surprised if it has something to do with that. You think so? I don't know. Ugh, I hate that I feel that way. I hate, hate, hate that I feel that way. Listen, another strange thing has occurred. Um, You know, Britain has two pretty big exports in the entertainment field that, aside from the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Who, music culture, there is another two entertainment sources that came out relatively close to one another. Doctor Who, James Bond. Both of which center around an enigmatic figure that is powerful, intelligent, funny, charismatic, and can change his face when time and he outgrows that role, Mm -hmm. right? We've seen Sean Connery. We've seen George Lazenby, the return of Sean Connery. We've seen Roger Moore. We had Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and then Daniel Craig that all took on the role of James Bond. There's been a lot of talk about where do we go now with the Bond franchise. There have been some great names, one including Idris Elba. And the hate that came spilling out from it because he is a black man and James Bond is not black. What does it matter? The concept is, is it's a strong character. Mm-hmm. I understand the whole woke culture of making sure that we incorporate more. But in this case, I don't think that that matters. I think that this is something different. And then Doctor Who is a science fiction-based TV show, one that I grew up on loving it, watching it on PBS Channel 11 in Chicagoland area. It's a show about diversity. It's a show about learning. It's a show about compassion and empathy. It's a show of hope and always trying to find a better way to settle an argument than fisticuffs or blowing stuff up, right? Yeah. And they have just introduced the first black doctor. Well, they... The official black doctor in Shudi Gatwa, who is famous for uh, Sex Education, the TV series mm, yep. on Netflix, and was also in the Barbie movie. He is a gay man, and they're definitely playing the uh, Time Lord, the, the character of the doctor, a little bit more flamboyant in this new series. Uh, I don't see a problem with it. The guy's, the character is two billion years old and has lived through many different iterations and many different things. Where I think what it comes down to now is love is love, right? Yeah. Um, it's on and part of the Disney Channel. They've partnered with BBC to come up with this new incarnation. Mm-hmm. But uh, the new Doctor Who Christmas special just came out yesterday, and it is sparking racial backlash, right? Yep. So after months of waiting for Doctor Who, finally Shudi Gatwa's debut as the show's Time Lord in a fun-filled Christmas special – But, again, not everybody's happy about this. Some viewers voicing very strong opinions about the new iteration's race. The long-running British science fiction series sees a doctor, this mysterious time traveler, and his companions journey across time and space in a ship known as the TARDIS. Every few years, the doctor regenerates, which is a biological ability of the Time Lords, a race of fictional humanoids originating from the planet of Gallifrey. What a great way to do this, too. You get a character that takes off 
And unfortunately, William Hartnell, the original doctor, got to an age and mental capacity that things were not going well. And instead of just getting rid of this character, they create this ingenious method of allowing his death to regenerate every cell in his body and giving him 12 regeneration cycles so that we can continue on with this amazing story. And I loved it. But the fact that there is all of this hate and anger now being leveled at a show that is supposed to be about acceptance and understanding is mind-boggling to me. It is 2023. We are on the precipice of 2024, well into the 21st century, and we're still dealing with racism. I, 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 ah, my brain is breaking. Oh yeah. How is this still a thing? Well, on top of it, he's gay. Who cares? Well, it's teaching our children. It's teaching our children what? Acceptance and love? It's against the Bible. So is so many other things that we've <laughs> talked about in the past on this show. I just got to, what the heck? Then don't let your kids watch it. You got to spread vitriol and hatred. Do you really feel that everybody needs to know your opinion? Then get a radio show. That's what I did. <laughs> and when mine is off, I'm on filling in for other people giving my opinion. At least I'm paid to give an opinion on this, right? But my God, people are so short-sighted, angry, confused, and incapable of change that it is absolutely destroying the fabric of this planet. We are far beyond this. The Pope has now okayed gay marriage. Who are we to start holding it back? If the Pope, who's kind of the big ear peace to the man upstairs is now yielding and realizing that there's more space for love in the world. Why are we fighting these things? I love that they're getting more inclusive on some things, some things they don't do well. Doctor Who is an example. They push to have a female doctor take the lead. And this is going to sound contradictory to what I said. She was the last iteration of the doctor and she was not good, but it wasn't her fault. It was poor writing because again, The concept of let's introduce a strong female character when they should have just written stories based on the character of the doctor. And it shouldn't matter whether that person has breasts, a penis or not. What it should matter is is it's good, strong storytelling with a compelling protagonist. Yeah. Where sexual identity doesn't play. But, you know, it's it's all about the the, people got a nitpick. That's how it is. I have people that have, you know. I've I've got daughters, I've got sons, I've had people come to me and say, you know, yeah, but wait till your kid comes out as gay. Okay. I would love my kid in spite of it. I don't care. As long as they're doing good and they're not hurting people or exploiting children or doing hate crimes, I, I don't care who they love as long as they have love in their life and that they can be happy with it. And if you don't like that in your life, my heart goes out to you because I don't have room for that kind of hatred. Yeah, I do not have room for that. Uh, my heart's too filled with hatred for Packers. I'm <laughs> yeah. just kidding. I don't even hate the Packers. Uh, and that kind of hurts my tongue to say out loud now that I've said it. But uh, I, I just I, I can't fathom this. Good God, get over it. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Do the people around you seem any different? Do their colors seem any different? Does anything about them seem any different besides perhaps a dialect, an accent, an inflection in their voice? Yeah. And can you get past that? And, uh, you know, 
similar to that to that story too. I mean, some of these places like Target, Disney, etc., mm-hmm. they're going to roll out the Benjamins no matter. <laughs> you could say, "Oh, I'm going to boycott Disney. I'm going to boycott." I promise you, Target is still going to make a fortune during the holidays or year round, for that matter. So will Disney. Disney is printing money by the hour. They are not right, but going to lose. They're not going to cry over. But you don't have to spread hatred. What yeah, you do is show your money. Put your money where your mouth is. If it bothers you, don't support Disney. Cancel your Disney membership. Don't go to Disney parks. Oh, they're too woke. They're too this, too that. I love on our talk and text line, here's a great, got news for the knuckle draggers out there. Jesus was woke. Here's another interesting comment from the talk and text line. Being mentally ill and being an ignorant jerk, I'll just transmute that that word, are not mutually exclusive. I call BS and probably a PR and AI written and driven. Very well could be. We're talking about the Kanye West article mm-hmm. from a little bit earlier. Just, the, the, man, the hate. It's How are we not more of an enlightened society? How are we not more of a, a place of acceptance and love? Uh, well, you see the way this group acts and that group acts. and, and pin in, I'm not saying there hasn't been tra- travesties and tragedies all around the spectrum of the colors. But, man, we've treated everybody horribly. So now that we know that, draw the line in the sand and say it stops here. This is where it stops. But they, and and they, and we, and we're better, and they're worse, and they're, oh, my God. So maddening. So maddening. Let's take a quick break. I need to cleanse my palate, perhaps, with a nice little shot of Earl Grey tea, or is that going to upset people, too? We'll find out when we return, and if you'd like to weigh in on any of today's topics, you can hit me up at the talk and text line 651-461-9226, and you don't have to agree with me. If you have a different perspective, I'm open to hear what that perspective is, but don't come at me with hate. Come at me with a well-thought-out and defined idea. And let's talk. 651-461-9226. I'm Dave Schrader filling in for DeRussia. This is News Talk 830-WCCO. We're shooping along here on WCCO filling in for DeRussia. I'm Dave Schrader. Here's an interesting news article. As somebody who has dealt with this for the better part of their life, this is intriguing. People with suicidal thoughts are showing a chemical pattern in their blood. So when you've heard about chemical imbalances... Let's check it out. Scientists have figured out a way to identify those most at risk of suicidal behavior based only on biological markers in their blood. The analysis isn't foolproof, but in a test of nearly 200 participants, half of whom had major depressive disorder and suicidal ideation and half of whom did not, the accuracy of diagnose was 90%. That's huge. As a medical finding, the impressive result was achieved using just a few markers of energy production in the body cells, five metabolites in the blood work of female participants and a slightly different five in males. Overall, select individuals with treatment refractory major depressive order, TRMDD, showed significant deficiencies in blood metabolites such as uh, uh, carnitine, which plays a role in cellular energy production, Uh, Also, COQ10, which helps convert food into energy, folic acid, which regulates gene expression, citrulline, which assists in removing toxins like ammonia, vitamin D, which is linked to calcium absorption, and lutein, which 
has suppressed anti-inflammatory properties. None of these metabolites are a magic bullet that will completely reverse somebody's depression, explains physician scientist Robert Nava from the University of California, San Diego. However, our results tell us that there may be things we can do to nudge the metabolism in the right direction to help patients respond better to treatment. And in the context of suicide, this could be just enough to prevent people from crossing that threshold. Hallelujah. That's amazing news. Meanwhile, biomarkers like lactic acid and fibro, what is it, fibroblast, growth factor 21, FGF21, which are linked to mitochondrial stress, were elevated amongst those with suicidal ideations. While the symptoms of major depressive disorder are primarily psychological, in the past decade or so, research has increasingly found a link between depression and metabolic diseases. Both conditions feature underlying chronic inflammatory states. Given the clinical treatments for depression don't work for everybody, many scientists are now studying inflammatory markers in the hopes of finding new drug targets. And modern technologies like metabiology, oh my God, that's a tough word, metabolomics are helping us listen in on cells' conversations in their native tongue, which is what we call biochemistry. As you can imagine, however, figuring out that each component of a cell is trying to say uh, to one another when many entities are talking all at once, that's the difficult work. But in a current study, researchers measured no less than 448 metabolites to find just over a handful that were relevant to depression and suicidal ideation. This is exciting news, man. If we've actually started to crack this and realize that it's not just a mental disorder but a metabolic change that can be affected and impacted with healthy regimens and changes, not of necessary narcotics and drugs, but maybe in uh, vitamins and nutrient deficiencies where we can find those and find ways to bring people out of that, thank God. Because I will tell you, as somebody who has been a lifelong sufferer of anxiety and depression— the thoughts cross my mind constantly. It doesn't mean I'm going to do them, but I've often thought, what is wrong with me? I don't have any need or desire to do this. Things are good in my life, but maybe I just don't belong here anymore. Maybe I shouldn't be here anymore. And those are contradictory feelings to the way that my life is going. And that's the sad aspect of depression, telling our friends, get over it, shake it off. Just don't be upset anymore. Try to be happy, smile more, laugh more, cry less. That doesn't work because we're seeing and proving through science that is not the anchor port for depression and anxiety. We're seeing that there are other things at play here. And if these are unchecked, these causes can bring an overflow of cellular energy produced by metabolic cells called ATP. And when ATP is inside the cell, it acts like an energy source. But outside the cell, it's a danger signal that activates dozens of protective pathways in response to some environmental stressors. So they're hypothesizing that suicide attempts may actually be part of a larger physiological impulse to stop a stress response that has become unbearable at the cellular level. That's fascinating. That's yeah. exciting science. It's 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 digging deeper into a problem that we've had, you know, we've been going through for a while and it's really come to the surface in the last 10 years. Yeah. 10 20 years, more more so, I should say, in the last 10 20 years and uh, the further science has been able to kind of 
dig deep into this issue, it's uh, they've been able, been able to find various uh, facets of depression and how to properly treat it without, you know, going into the 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 throes of addiction and stuff like that with narcotics. Because uh, I used to take sertraline when I was recovering from my chemotherapy treatments and. It was, you know, it was fine, but I, I also didn't have the option to do, you know, more natural option or more natural alternatives to a prescribed narcotic when it comes to that. So, yeah, this is a it's it's interesting how deep this, this stuff is getting with science. Great news. Fantastic news. Please be supportive. Now that you're hearing things like this, share these articles, share these stories, share this episode with friends that are dealing with depression. Feel free to share this episode with people that have family members dealing with depression. Maybe it'll give them a better insight. And maybe with this kind of research, we can now start to detail and find pathways to a healthier mental existence. Let's take our break. We'll be back. I'm Dave Schrader filling in for DeRussia. This is News Talk 830 WCCO. (laughs) Well played. Is this in response to some of the messages I'm getting on the old talk and text line about tea time? Maybe. And hi, it's me. It's all my fault. It is your fault. I'm not sure who this afternoon fill-in host is, but I just changed the station. He's not my cup of tea. Happy holidays. That's all right. Don't have to be everybody's cup of tea, but sometimes you got to sip the tea before you just summarily dismiss it. sipping that Odyssey tea. Right. I am telling you, I'm open to conversations about the things that I'm bringing up. If you would rather turn the dial than have a dialogue, that's on you, brother and sisters. I want to understand. I want to know what your thoughts are. The talk and text lines open 651-461-9226. That's the best way to reach me. I'm reading your texts. I'm waiting on your calls. Don't be afraid to ring the phone or send me your messages. Sad that the people that do choose to pick this uh, way to contact are, are sending hate-filled things on here. Yeah, where's the love for Dave Schrader? Come I don't care about loving me or not, but it's just it, it here's this is a disgusting subject. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Heard that one before. Grow up. Heard that one. Way to swing big with that one, Pally. Way to swing big with that one. All right, uh, let's look at some of the strange stuff uh, that's that's taken pla- place over the last uh, year here including some Taylor Swift news. I don't know if you saw this. First of all, uh, Governor Tim Walz signed recreational cannabis, cannabis bill into law. That's a pretty big step here in the uh, Minnesota area. Oh, yeah. I love that because I think there are so many great benefits from this, and I hope that uh, that we're going to be able to use that medicinally and find ways to bring people some help. Um, the Minnesota area became the 23rd state to legalize recreational cannabis. You have to be really careful, though. You know, so let's say we've got recreational cannabis here in Minnesota Mm -hmm. and we've got recreational cannabis in California. And let's say I'm going to hop a plane and fly from here to California from one recreational legal state to another. It is a federal offense. Yep. Got to be careful. Know the laws. Understand and realize what you're doing, where you're going, and how it People impacts and affects it. things. That's I know. stop anybody. <laughs> well, you should. I don't want to do jail time, especially if you're going to fly to a state that's got it. Just get it when you get there. Maybe that's me. Yeah, he signed the bill into uh, law on May 30th. The 300-page bill allows adults 21 and older to use recreational marijuana, and it transforms a black market into a regulated state-licensed business throughout the state. It also expunges low-level cannabis convictions. Do we know 
How much has the has the state made since that took place? A lot of money. Oh, thank you. Good. That's I my like that best can... mathematical. Is estimate. that it? Hmm. Yeah. How about the Minnesota state flag and seal submissions? The good, the bad, and the loony. Minnesota leaders tasked residents with helping reimagine the state's flag and seal, and the citizenry delivered with designs running the gamut from reverent to just plain ridiculous. The State Emblems Redesign Commission put out the call for submissions throughout the month of October. In November, the commission unveiled 2,123 flag designs for consideration, 398 seal submissions. Loons, stars, and loons with stars were the common hallmarks. Ultimately, the loon was selected for the new state seal, but not the new state flag. You really want a flag with a loon on it? I mean, yes, I get yes it. because I want a flag with a bird that you see once, maybe every few years in Minnesota. Well, I see them all the time up in Brainerd. Oh, I'm sure you do, but people, 90% oh, wait, of the people that were complaining birds? about a loon not being on the flag have probably seen one loon in their lifetime. Could be. Could be. I just, yeah, to me, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, they already have enough reasons to take pot shots at us. Do we really want to be <laughs> yeah. our flag to fly mighty with a loon upon it? I don't know. I like the flag. I think it looks nice. I think it's a pretty flag. It kind of, it, although it looks kind of cartoonish to me, it looks very uh, superhero-y. That's fine. Yeah. We like, like being I said, I wear it. in Minnesota. I will wear it as a cape and be Polaris, the uh, Minnesota man. What do you think? Uh, hmm? No? No. Taylor Swift sings a surprise song at the Minneapolis show after fans post honoring late brother goes viral. That's right. A Taylor Swift fan says she can't even fathom what happened during the Saturday night show in downtown Minneapolis. Caitlin, I'm not even going to attempt the last name because I'll butcher it. It's about 85 letters long, uh, has been a, a fan, a Swifty, since 2006 when the singer was still just an opening act. She even got to meet Swift in 2008, so attending the Eras tour was no exception. Her older brother, Brian, though, passed in a car crash five years ago on June 24th. She posted a tweet tagging Taylor Swift, requesting that she sing Daylight as one of her surprise songs on Saturday in honor of her brother. And Swift delivered, making Daylight her second surprise song of the night. Caitlin fell to her knees in the stadium, sobbing as soon as she heard the song. It just meant so much to me. I think the message in that song is just so positive. Life is hard, but you can get through it, she said. You know, I have a similar music can impact you. I'm a huge Springsteen fan. Mm-hmm. I was embroiled in a horrible relationship that I did not know how to get out of it at the time. And I went to go see Bruce Springsteen and uh, had passed uh, a note like a high schooler to have <laughs> a full grown adult passed a note to one of the backstage people yeah. asking if he could please play Trapped for me, which is one of my favorite Springsteen songs. Mm-hmm. And it was a two night engagement. And he ended up playing Trapped during the show for me. So he didn't call me out by name, but I knew in his heart he was thinking, this is for you, Dave Schrader. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. We'll, maybe we'll have him on the show one of these times. Oh, don't even tease. Make it work this week. Have it happen, would you? I'll, make a, I'll, I'll put in a call. Please do. Let's see. Minneapolis, the saloon to stop serving Anheuser-Busch beers after the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light controversy. That was a weird story that broke this year. Uh, I'm trying to avoid some of the darker Creepy ones here. Um, Murder. Wolves co-owner Alex Rodriguez says he's been diagnosed with early stage gum disease. I'm not laughing at him. It just always, you think gum disease, it's something like plaque or gingivitis, which if you just use one of the top three tier toothpaste should take care of Mm -hmm. that, right? 
It's yeah. just a weird admission to me. But this I, has kind of been one of those weird stories with him because it's it's been known actually for a little bit that he's had this. But yeah. a lot of people are like, "There's worse things to have." It's like yeah, I know, but like yeah, somebody's got to be the that, face that, of everything. Make a lot of money for a reason. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's not, yeah. not a mistake. And it's not you know yeah. I'm not bad. It was one of the TV shows. I'm trying to remember what it was. Maybe it was Curb Your Enthusiasm or one of those where the celebrity was trying to find a, a you know, some kind of cause to get behind. <laughs> and like all the good causes were gone, yeah. you know, like saving whales and yeah. oil spills and all of that. And th- that's my whole thing, you know, being a low level uh, personality. It's like my cause would be like, you know, uh, stopping plaque and gingivitis in beavers. That would be like the only <laughs> cause I could f- probably find that would. Yeah. Like, yeah, Dave Schrader can be the guy for that. You could. Yeah. He says, looks can be deceiving, he said, smiling. I just recently went to see my dentist and not thinking anything about gum disease. And the dentist tells me the news. And then I come to find out over 65 million Americans have gum disease. I think they say that in the commercials for toothpaste, don't they? That shouldn't uh, be a big surprise. But I guess most of us don't pay that close attention. No, I think in the commercials they say don't make the mistake Josh did as a kid and actually brush your teeth every day. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my kids uh, kids fought that. I mean, I did for a short time. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a 2 Did you do the whole where you put the kids, toothpaste on your finger and you rub it on your teeth and then blow your breath in your parents' face to prove you brushed your teeth? Sure. That's what my grandson does. He goes, no. Huh. No, Grandpa, I brushed. Here, smell. Yeah, smell Minty fresh. Yeah, smell my, smell my uh, spearmint gum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Scammers target animal lovers with injured dog posts. What? A heart-wrenching scam is targeting animal lovers on Facebook. The Better Business Bureau released a warning about the scam this past fall, saying it's on the rise in local community and buy and sell groups. The scam stems from fake posts about injured or missing dogs, and in some cases, children. The poster urges people to share it on their page to their friends. After it's been shared many times, the scammer then edits the post to include a malicious link or service. It disheartens me to hear it. Yeah, because I know that animal lovers are very giving and compassionate people, too. That's what dog owner Arrow Zacharitz said. That does suck. People are sucky. Why would they do that? You know what I do is, like, I'll put up tickets to an event that I'm going to be hosting. Mm -hmm. And the only way to buy them is through me and through my website. That's the only possible way to get those tickets. And people will go, they have the balls to go to my posts mm-hmm. and say, hey, I can't make it. I've got a pair of those tickets. If somebody wants them, they can have them for face value. Yeah. And I'm continually going in and erasing those comments because nobody's got them that way. Yeah. They, 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 there's no secondary market. So there's, it's, people are just scam artists. I said it in the first mm-hmm. hour. I stand by it right now. Put that effort into curing cancer. Find something better to do. Raise money for beavers with yeah. gingivitis. Yes. That, that's a cause that just keeps going undiscovered. Big, big supporter of that. Yeah. Yes. Ugh, good grief. Let's, uh, we'll take a quick break. Final break of the hour. Then we'll come back. We'll wrap up here. I'm Dave Schrader filling in for Jason DeRussia. This is News Talk 830 WCCO. Welcome back to the program. Jason DeRussia is off this week. I am filling in. That's right, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. I'm here with you having conversations about the great state of our minds, our spirits, our bodies, and the state that we live in. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here and being part of your journey wherever you may find yourself going. Uh, Looking at the talk and text line here, I like some of the nice supporters coming in. Hey, likers are going to like. 
That's a nice comment. Uh, quick question. Can you mail cannabis from one legal state to another? I don't think so because I think that is also federal. And federal law still states that cannabis is illegal. I'm not sure how all that works. It's very confusing. Um, let's see. Uh, somebody else pops up and says, hey, I'm concerned that the so-called Christian right seems to have taken over the term Christian. They don't represent denominations such as the ELC. Yeah, you know me, Evangelical Lutheran Church, um, which teaches love, peace, welcome, and inclusion for all. And another one pops up and says, I enjoy your shows. Thank you very much for being here. I altered the end of that a little bit because I like to be peaceful and loving. I'm a giver. It's Dave's version of the sh- of the. Text, well, that yes. one, it, it's still a very nice text. I just changed the the wrap-up. There was no reason to take shots at other people. I am just happy to be here. I'm pleased to be a part of the program and be a part of this world. Let's see. Uh, have you heard of the Blue Zones? No. Well, let me entertain you. Oh boy. Living to 100 may seem like a major feat, but there are communities around the world where it's common, and they're called Blue Zones. Minnesota native Dan Butner is one of the foremost experts on how they work. Butner's new Netflix documentary and New York Times bestseller reveal the secret recipe to longevity. It's really what they're not doing. They're not doing anything consciously, and there's where it all went wrong, Butner said. We think we can resolve to get on the right diet, the right exercise program, supplement plan, superfoods, and get healthier. But that never works, according to this. Butner said that the superagers are often walking outside, having spontaneous conversations with people they bump into, having a smaller dinner, and eating mostly a whole food, plant-centric diet. Well, see, then those are choices that are being made. Several years ago, a Minnesota community decided it wanted families to follow his guidance. Albert Lee made headlines in 2016 when it became the first community in the country to be certified Blue Zone Communities. That's sweet. It is. It's nice. That way we know where they're all at, driving poorly in one area. Dave, that's not nice. You're elderly. Shut up. (laughs) What kind of conversation is that? How dare you call me elderly? Did you know that uh, they were having some problems with watered-down gas in Minnesota this year? Mm -mm. Yeah. Ooh, that would bum me out. The Minnesota Department of Commerce said that there were multiple reports of water mixed with fuel at Holiday Station in Mankato and another in New Hope. It's infuriating. It's disheartening, according to Kim Hekimovich, who more than $800 later finally got her car back it was at the BMW dealership mechanic for two weeks. The mechanics gave her a final diagnostics report finding her gas tank was filled with more than 90% water. No thanks. Yeah, a mechanic at the dealership sent her a photo of a small bottle showing what they found in her gas tank. It showed a majority of the bottle was water and only a small layer floating on the top was fuel. Holy cow. How did they not? Two different. So I wonder if it's the same trucker that delivered to both of those Mm -hmm. holidays. How did they only find it in two? That's interesting. Did you get out and try a bunch of the different food at the Minnesota State Fair this year? Yes, sir. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have a favorite amongst them? Um. They're all kind of as expected, I yeah. think. I don't know. I, I'm trying to, like, remember now what all I had because I eat a lot of food, obviously. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm blanking on kind of like a favorite, yeah. a favorite pick. There was a lot of good food that came out there. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. There's lists online. That's it for me. I'm done. I'll be back again tomorrow. Stay tuned. Steve Thompson brings you The Lake Show from 6 to 9 right here on News Talk 830 WCCO.